0: Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast, so we are still continuing our teaching on the subject of angels, our angels' real being, and this will be our last teaching on the subject, and hopefully um, you have learned from the lessons in the Old Testament and New Testament their roles and what's their purpose um, as far as the humans go. So um, I'm going to share um, stories of uh, the followers of Christ, disciples in the New Testament, And um, hopefully that will make it more clear in the different ways that angels can help us um, with our lives here now. Um, So the first story I want to share with you guys, it's in Acts 12, verses 1 through 10. And uh, this is the story of when Peter um, was arrested. Um, So at the time, um, so the first verse says it was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. And um, jumping to verse 3, it says, When he saw that this met with the approval among Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. And uh, verse 4 says, After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So this scripture is saying that, you know, followers of Christ were being persecuted. Um, The disciples were spreading Christianity, and it was kind of causing uproar among people. And um, uh, the king, King Herod, who was the king of Jews under Roman authority, uh, wanted to please Jews. And um, so he was arresting um, the followers of Christ, and he arrested Peter. And so he put him in prison. So um, let's continue with the verse. It says, "So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him." So there are um, uh, church, are followers of Christ. So other believers that were not um, that were there were praying for Peter day and night for his release. So what happens? And it says in verse six, the night before Herod was going to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries good. Uh, Guard at the entrance. And verse 7 says, Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said. And this chains fell off Peter's wrists. So, an angel, you know, literally visited Peter in prison, woke him up, his chains fell off, and he, he was getting peter out of prison right even though there was guards and he was chained and bound up and the verse 8 says then the angel said to him put on your clothes and sandals and peter did so and um so you um wrap your cloak around you and follow me the angel told him peter followed him out of the prison but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening he thought he was seeing a vision They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left them. So all this is happening. This angel wakes up Peter. The chains fell off. The gates, uh, the doors of the prison open. Nobody sees or notice. I don't know if they had fallen, if the angels had put him into deep sleep, but um, they uh, walk out of the prison. and. Peter is thinking this is a dream, right? He's thinking he just has these visions and this is not really happening until he, they go through the gate and uh, they walked uh, toward the end of one street and suddenly the angel left them. And that's when Peter rec- realizes this was not a dream. Literally an angel came to prison and freed him. Um, so I think that's an interesting story. And another story that I want to share with you guys is the story of Paul uh, in Acts when he is shipwrecked. Um, Now, if you know the story, Paul uh, was arrested um, in Jerusalem in the temple courts because he kept preaching. He wanted to spread Christianity, so he kept preaching about Christ. Uh, So he was arrested, and uh, he was given the right to be brought before um, the emperor Nero in Rome uh, because Paul was a Roman citizen. So Paul, uh, along with these other prisoners, are put on this ship um, to go to Rome. Now they encounter many adventures, so feel free to read that whole chapter uh, but so it 's Paul and other prisoners and there is a, a Roman officer, a centurion, his name is Julius he 's in charge of them, and he 's uh, take going with them to take them to Rome so they can stand trial before Caesar and to answer any charges that were uh, they they had brought against his ministry um, so before they go, Paul give, warns them this is in uh, this is in verse 10. It says the part one, I'm like, let's not go on this ship. It's going to be dangerous. He says, "Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo. And do you think they listen to him? No, they don't. <laughs> it says that the centurion listens to the pilot and the owner of the ship. Um, verse four says before very long, a wind of hurricane force um, called the Northeaster swept down from the island. This ship, was caught by the storm. Uh, jumping to verse 18, it says, we took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. Verse 20, it says, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. So everybody on that ship is going through this horrendous storm that is not letting up and uh, they even throw their cargo aboard and they finally get to a point where they don't even see the sun and they give up all hope um, verse 21 says after they had gone a long time without food paul stood up before them and said Man, um, you should have taken my advice not to sail from crete then you would have spared yourself this damage and loss but now i urge you to keep your courage because not one of you will be lost only the ship will be destroyed now what How does, where does Paul get off saying these things? Like, how does he know? Well, let's see. Verse 23 says, Last night an angel of the Lord, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep your courage, um, men, for I have faith in God. That it will happen just as he told me. Isn't that interesting? So, Paul again, he says uh, that an angel of the Lord came to him and told him that nobody's going to die on this ship. The ship will be shipwrecked, but you guys will make it. And Paul believes that. He believes this angel is from God and he's giving him a message from God. So, Paul is encouraged and now he's encouraging everybody else who's on board. He's saying, Don't give up hope, don't wait to die eat he even encourages them to eat and uh, verse uh, 33 says just before dawn Paul urged them all to eat for the last 14 days he said you have been in constant suspense and have gone without food you haven't eaten anything now I urge you to take some food you need it to survive not one of you will lose a single hair from his head and then he um you know, um, gives thanks for the food and blesses it. And it says all together, there were 276 on board and they all ate till they were full. And a long story short, um, the ship gets shipwrecked. Ship doesn't make it. It breaks into pieces, but um, they either swim or some on planks. They make it to the land safely. And that's in verse 44. Um, so, In other words, this angel appeared to Paul, told him about what is going to happen, what God is about to do. Paul believed him. Paul got was encouraged. Paul gave that encouragement to everybody on board. They believed him. And it turned out exactly as the angel had told Paul. So I thought this was really interesting how the angels uh, saved the lives of everybody by basically just giving him hope and telling him uh, what the future is going to look like. Um, And sometimes I think that's just what people need, hope. Um, hope to hope for the future, hope for a better future, hope about the things that God is going to do in their lives, and uh, stop listening to enemies' lies. So, um, from all these teachings, I hope you've learned that uh, angels of God, ministers, uh, spiritual beings that are here to help us uh, to help us really to walk on the plans that God has set in front of us. Right? It's not to (laughs) help us, whatever we want to do, we command God, you. Do this for me, you do that for me, you give me that. But I think that a better prayer is, Lord, how do I fit in your plans? And um, does it mean we're going to face trials? Yes, because that's how God allows trials in our lives, because that's how character is shaped. Um, but remember, Jesus went through trials, and angels strengthened him um, before the trial. Also, after the trial, uh, they strengthened him. So if you're taking, if you've taken a beating and you're exhausted, God will send his angels to strengthen you and uh, restore you. And what else did we learn? I mean, um, that they also warned people of um, danger that is ahead. They gave wisdom and direction. Um, They physically delivered people from danger and accidents. I wonder how many times they do that nowadays. And they gave hope about the future. So uh, thank God for angels, right? Um, Obviously, we have the Holy Spirit of God. If you're saved and uh, you're born again, you have the spirit of God inside you that leads, guides, and directs you. But I believe at the same time, God uses angels, too, to um, give us hope, to protect us from evil and harm, and uh, to strengthen us. So um, anytime you need help, uh, just remind God of his promises that says, Are an angel's ministering spirit sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? So we do have help. Praise God for that. And I hope this teaching has helped you have um, a biblical understanding of who angels are and not taking it out of proportion. And no, we're not supposed to worship angels, but only God. Again, they are um, God's servants to help us uh, become the person and live the lives that God has uh, created us to be and to live. So we will be starting a new teaching. And um, until then, God be with you and God bless you.